Have you ever had fun? Think back to a time in the past when you had fun. Now, think back to a time in the past when you were not having fun. Now, with these memories freshly held in your mind, would you say you prefer the former, the fun, or the latter, the lack or absence of fun? <laughs> I think I speak for everyone in saying that we all probably prefer to have fun than not. Life can be a cold, dark hole with little to no light, but that's when it's important to build our own fires for light for however brief a period of time when one is not being provided or one has been taken from us. Today, we will explore the importance of fun and learn to build our own fires, both large and small, against the wet darkness on today's episode of Explorations with Dr. Leslie Tanner. Hello everyone and welcome to Explorations with Dr. Leslie Tanner. My name is Dr. Leslie Tanner and I am your host on the journey today. Um, it is a treat, as it is always, every Tuesday to be with you. Um, it is 3.32 a.m. on Tuesday and we are broadcasting on 8.80 a.m. Today we have quite a show planned. So those of you that are familiar with the show know that no topic is too taboo, no subject too big to be unearthed. And we benefit so much from that, individually and as a community, to share these large, important stories in each of our lives and, and chew and digest them in front of everyone. And, and I thank you for that, and everyone thanks everyone else for that in this, in this family that we have together here. Um, however, sometimes it's fun to let your hair down a little bit and enjoy the breeze. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to explore that breeze and the importance that it may have in our lives. So I don't need to tell you, the universe can be quite an uncaring place. It can push us down onto the ground like a schoolyard bully and put its foot on our throats and hold us down near the dirt and yell at us and make us feel small and make us feel ineffective, ugly, unwanted. But today... We are going to learn how to battle against that through the power of fun. It's important to laugh. It's important to smile, whether by yourself or with others. It can fill you with light. It can fill you with dreams. Sometimes it's fun to just look at nice pictures that you keep for yourself in your pocket. Sometimes it's fun to look at pleasant colors. For instance, I enjoy the color blue when I look at the sky. And when I look at that color, it builds a small fire inside of me. A fire that I can use to hold back the wet, dark, ugly truth of the reality that the universe is trying to take. But the, uh, before we dive in, there is one order of business. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by St. Peter's on the corner of Dempster and B Street by the Family Express. They are holding a singles mixer next weekend, next Saturday. Uh, Father Ted will be hosting the event in the basement of the school, allowing local singles to get together, meet and get to know each other a little bit better, and see if some sparks can't catch. I know there are some couples in town that are still together that originally met through one of Father Ted's mixers, which I heard are quite a bit of jaunty fun. Icebreakers, party games, refreshments, prizes, the whole nine yards. Father Ted told me to say specifically when I popped my head in the, uh, in the parish center this past week, uh, he told me to say specifically that if you're afraid this isn't for you, then it definitely is. He's designed the evening to help the community get out of its shell with some low-pressure, accessible games and activities and refreshments. I personally went to one a couple years ago, 
uh, and Confulia Tess, they are a hoot. Uh, it ended up not working out between the young lady I met and me. Um, a woman's heart is an enigmatic labyrinth of delight and discovery and delicacy, but alas, not all love is meant to last forever. Uh, my heart was torn asunder, but she did teach me a lot in our few weeks together. A lot about expectations, communication, boundaries, and and life in general. So, if you're out there, Deborah, if you're listening, uh, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, I'll be damned if I wasn't rolling on the ground, honking a big red clown nose on my face, and ten minutes later, talking to a complete stranger about theater, politics, and religion. So, register for free. Just stop in the Paris Center between now and next Saturday night. Um, all you have to lose is a love never realized. So, get out there, gang. So, what's been going on with me lately? Hmm been normal stuff. Oh, I guess yesterday my, my sandals broke. My sandals broke while I was taking out the trash, which was frustrating. Um, I originally intended those sandals to be used for the sole use of taking out the trash. However, I got into a little bit of a bad habit. Uh, I would need to go to the store, and I think about having to untie my shoes from the night before, because usually when I take my shoes off, I do that do that thing where you step on the heel of each shoe and pull your foot out so you don't have to untie them. But that means you just you're just kicking it down the line though. You're just you're gonna have to untie them at some point. Um so I'd start thinking about how much work that would be when in the morning when I need to go to this store. And then I think, who am I trying to impress by by wearing laced shoes at the store? Uh so this is where I got a little stuck, and this is what eventually uh, came home to roost. And and now my sandals are broken. I don't I don't have trash sandals anymore. But now that I'm reflecting on it, I this is a lesson. This is a lesson that I will learn over and over again. Um, when you let invasive thoughts creep in and dominate like that, the structure, the critical structure that allows your life to thrive, quickly falls apart. A uh, case in point. Now my sandals are b r o k e n broken completely unusable uh, and, and if i don't get some new ones very soon i'll have to lace up needlessly if i let the habit of shortcuts and cutting corners continue i will shorten the lives of those shoes because they will smell worse when i wear them with no socks they'll smell very bad very quickly so i guess i just need to be a little more mindful of my motivations and how they can affect my priorities sometimes everything can really come apart if you're not careful. Sometimes you need to really treat your brain as a tool instead of your best friend. Your brain might not know you as well as you would like to believe, <laughs> and you certainly might not know your brain as well as you would like to believe. Alright, so let's jump right in. Today we're talking about the importance of fun. Now, fun can be such a treat, you know? I think we can all relate to the parable of the Pied Piper bringing his pies to town. And as he walks through town and he hands everyone a pie, um, they all smile at him and they enjoy him because he brings life and laughter into their life. Smiles that they wouldn't ever have. Smiles that do not come cheaply, always. Life is an unpredictable but mostly dark place. And there's not a whole lot you can do about it, ultimately. The universe through which we are born and come to create and be 
uh, conscious of ourselves is is it is a is a it is a cesspool. It is, it can be a real pile of of dirty laundry. It can be a real pile of frayed rope, and you need fresh, clean rope. I think everyone can relate to that one. But the way to push back against the the bad times, against the darkness that seems like it has no desire other than to usurp all that it can. So that's where a couple fun tricks come in. I'm going to show you a couple fun tricks. It's basic visualization exercises. These are tricks that I do to teach myself to smile, to laugh, to bring a little levity, to build a fire against the coming dark. So the first one I like to use is one that you can virtually do anywhere. All it requires is a coin and a little bit of imagination. So I take a quarter, preferably, because it flips the best. We're going to be flipping a quarter. And I, I use this quarter um, to navigate a world to which I've never been. And I get so excited when I remind myself. Um, let's say I'm at the post office and the service isn't good and I'm getting, you know, very frustrated. But before I completely lose faith, I find that quarter. And I look at it, I'm like, where are we going to go today? And I get to decide. So today we're going to go to the moon. Who hasn't wanted to go to the moon before? You know, everyone. I think everybody would love to go to the moon. So here we go. So I've got a quarter, and uh, before I flip it, I'm going to assign a choice to either side of the quarter. So heads, I'm going to be on the light side of the moon. Tails, I'm going to be on the dark side of the moon. Here we go. And it is tails. We're going to be on the dark side of the moon. So we better pack up for a very dark and very cold adventure. So I'm going to make sure I bring plenty of sweatpants and socks. Um, I'm going to bring a headlamp that I have uh, that's always charging in the hallway. And I'm going to bring uh, just some snacks, some snacks that I like. I enjoy fruit roll-ups. I also enjoy granola, uncooked oats, and fruit roll-ups are my favorite snack. Um, sometimes together, sometimes separately. So I'm going to put those in my backpack, and I am on the moon. I'm on the dark side of the moon, and I can't see more than three feet in front of me. What a conundrum. So this is a lot of fun already. I'm on the moon, but I'm really in the post office. So here we go. I'm on the moon, and I am walking. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for anything. When when I see a couple uh, lights up ahead, tiny little reflective lights, they look curious and inquisitive. So I approach them. I say, hello, I'm visiting the moon. How are you? And heads, they are uh, nice, and tails, they're going to be mean to me. So here we go and tails. They are going to be mean to me. Alright, um, so I say hello to them, and I'm a visitor, and I see another couple of, of eyes pop up, and they look at me, and more eyes keep coming, and there's about six of them, and they're not saying anything. They're very, um, they, they feel hostile, intuitively. But, you know, I try to be a good guest, and then they come up to me, and they start making these quacks, and I was like, and then they start pushing me around. I'm like, hey, buds, it's okay, you know? I can just, if I'm in your spot, I can get out of here. And the leader comes out, and he's just a little bit bigger, but none of them are that big, and I'm not really that afraid of him, and I think I could beat him up if I really came down to it. But heads, the leader says something, inviting me into their home, um, and tails, I turn around and walk away. Heads, I get to go inside of their home. So here we go, and they're like, hey, come inside of our hole. 
in the ground. So I go inside of the hole on the dark side of the moon. Really, I'm in the post office. So this is just an example of the fun you can have when you decide to build that fire for yourself. Um, by this point, uh, I, have, I have left the post office and I'm in my car and I'm just playing this game. That's happened to me before where I get carried away with just what should have been a thing to just get me through the moment. But here I am spending uh, the next hour or two of my afternoon when I should be running errands. But I'm really just playing a game in my car by myself. So that's the first little trick. Secondly, this is a fun one that I do at my desk during lunch or I do during a meal. All you need is a piece of toast. And with this toast, we are going to really have a time. So what I like to do is, it's a simple, quick thing. If you don't have as much time as the last one, this one's for you. This one's like on the go, on the bus, at your desk. Um, maybe you're in an elevator and you need a quick little pick-me-up. You need to build a quick fire. So I've got this piece of toast. And what I like to do is I love roller coasters. I love the climb and I love the drop and I love the swoops and I love the swings and I love the tilty whirls and I love the curl arounds. And so what I do is I take a breath and I close my eyes and I think, okay, I'm climbing a roller coaster. Here we go. And I take another breath and with every breath, I become more inside of this roller coaster world and experience and I get to the top. Oh, I get to the top, get your toast ready. If you have a piece of toast, get it ready. Oh, we're close to the top. One more breath. I'm going to take a bite of the toast and I'm going to come down. Oh my god. And here I am. I'm swooping down the roller coaster. But really, I'm on the bus. I'm just trying to go to work. But I look around. I'm having time in my life. All these other jokers. They're just, they're staring at the ground, playing with their thumbs or something, some some sort of nonsense where they are stuck in a dark place. And I am having a time of my life. So I'm going to give myself a little treat. I'm going to build a little curl around in my head. And it's coming and I'm going down a little bit. It's not that fast, but uh-oh, we're coming down a bend and here comes the tilt tour. Oh, I And the thing about the toast is that it's a very specific experience. It's a very dry, percussive experience in your mouth and also audio. And if you don't have toast, pick something that um, is a specific experience, like maybe take a key and push it into your hand or, or just give yourself little knocks on the leg if you don't have anything at all, which I think you can find something if you try. So that's my second one. Uh, the third one involves kind of being alone. I'm going to need to relocate in my home. I'm going to need to move some equipment around, so please forgive the pause and broadcast. I'll be right back with you from another location inside my home. Hi, so for the third visualization exercise, I had to go on a little field trip in my house and bring some of the broadcast equipment into my bathroom. So for this next exercise, you're going to need two things. One, access to a sink, and B, a little bit of privacy. You're not going to want to be around other people for this next one, because it can get kind of intense, and I don't know if you want to be that vulnerable in front of other people. So this is for when things get markedly bad, when it feels as if your consciousness, your point of reference in the universe should not exist, because it feels as if every impulse and every bit of stimuli is pure pain. And this happens, you know, and this is just what the universe can throw at any of us. So what I like to do is I, I come into the bathroom, I make sure that 
Again, no one is around. Turn on the sink. Yeah, I run the hot and cold. I don't want it to be too hot, and I don't want it to be an ice bath necessarily either. So get a nice lukewarm temperature and fill that sink up. Plug the bottom of that sink. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna take ourselves and we're gonna make ourselves miniature. And we're gonna visualize entering the womb. And not necessarily the womb of your birth mother, because some of us don't have great relationships with our birth mother. What I want you to do is imagine the earth with a big vagina and we're gonna go back inside of it to the one place that we at one point belonged. So I filled up this sink. There's a temperature, very nice, very ideal temperature. Um, sometimes I miss it, but I do it anyway. And I think back to myself, Dr. Tanner, that was stupid. <laughs> it was too hot, no vagina is that hot or too cold. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna do a couple of deep breaths and we're gonna imagine the room getting bigger. Not you getting smaller. You stay the same size. Your hands, look at those things. They're gonna stay the same. Look at your clothes, those are gonna stay the same. You're gonna stay the same age, but the room's gonna get bigger and you're gonna feel younger. Here we go. It looks as if the walls are spreading away from you. All the objects in the room are getting bigger and bigger. You imagine picking up maybe the deodorant you see on the shelf and it's going to be too big for your hands soon because you keep getting smaller in relation to the room which is getting bigger. However, the room stops growing once you get your face in front of that sink. Take a couple deep breaths and imagine the colors of being born. Imagine the warmth, the fragility, going back to the source. And again, this is a desperate exercise for desperate times. So if this seems a little off the deep end for you, put it in your back pocket. But for some of us familiar with this zone, come along. So imagine the colors of birth and the sounds, the wet sounds and the murmurs and you feel the direct stimuli of an environment to which you've never experienced before. This is existence. This is the birth of existence. But we're gonna keep going back. So I'm going to get down in front of your sink and you're going to put your face in that water and you're going to make whatever sounds you want to make. You have all the fun you can in that water because you are re-entering the vagina of the earth to the place in the dirt with everything that you belonged. You are only made of the things around you. And this moment of beauty and truth is for everyone to experience. So, okay, what I'm going to do next is I'm going to bend down uh, I'm going to put my face in the water and I'm just going to express myself and uh, let's see if we can't have a little bit of fun. <sighs> wow. If that isn't rejuvenating, I don't know what is. I just had the time of my life down there by myself and only with a sink full of water. So if you're out there and you're worried that maybe it's getting a little too dark or you haven't maintained enough of a fire to keep the darkness at bay as it's choking you, I'm telling you right here and right now, there's always a way out and you just gotta find an answer. My answer is this, but these are my three big ones. If you think of any more, go ahead and write me a letter or call up and we can talk about any of the little tricks that we use to build our own little fires for fun, the importance of fun. 
So, as we wrap up today, I'd like to take a question from one of you, the listeners, the explorers, from maybe my favorite segment of the show, Inquiries from the Edge. This week's question comes from Farah S. from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hello, Doctor. I am a single mother raising the most gorgeous 10-month-old while running my very own boutique doll business from home. No matter how hard I work, how many dolls I sell, or how hard I try to be a perfect mom, I'm exhausted every night and somehow feel like I never get everything done, and I didn't spend enough time with my baby. Do you have any advice on how to run a business and a family by oneself and not go mad from constant stress and failure? So, Farah, thank you so much for calling in, and thanks for being vulnerable enough to offer uh, frustration in your personal life in exposing where you feel like you have something to gain, something to improve upon in yourself. So I'm going to say right off the bat, I have a pretty clear solution to this problem. I think your problem in thinking comes from a dichotomy between your child and the dolls that you're also raising, basically. (laughs) So what I would suggest is uh, combining the dolls and your child. So your child must learn from these dolls to compartmentalize, learn to manage their own emotions, to look at the placid, still faces, and learn that, you know, some things are more important than my sadness. Some things are more important than my squirmies. So, for instance, treat your baby as a doll while you work, and treat the dolls as your children when you are alone with your child. They have much to gain from relating to these dolls as brothers and sisters. So, let's say next time you are uh, organizing the dolls for a shipment. Set your child right next to those dolls. Make your child watch you put the dolls in packages and wait for their turn to be played with and acknowledged. And also, let's flip it around. Let's say it's leisure time, before or after a nap, or dinner, or lunch, or any time when you're just having a little bit of fun. I want you to bring the dolls out. Sit them next to your child and take turns, maybe five minutes with each doll and also with your child. And when your child begins to cry and squirm, say, do you see your sisters moving? Sit still. Your tears are selfish. Are your sisters crying? No, they are not. I think there's a lot to learn here with both of you, and I, I, I'd love to hear the progress in about a, uh, about a month or two. So go ahead and give me a, a letter or a call when you've seen some results. So that does it for today. Today was a, was a treat to be with you as always. This is a highlight of my week. Explorers, we have quite a community here. And I am so thankful for the progress that we make individually and collectively. But before we go, I'd like to give us a little bit of homework. Um, I want you to find pieces of paper this week. I want you to find big and small little pieces of paper. They're everywhere. I want you to find them, write down all of your thoughts, and keep them with you at all times. And um, when you start to forget some of them, I want you to read through them so that you're able to uh, jump from one to the other. And it's going to give you a lot more uh, solid sense of self and a lot more vigilance against obtrusive thoughts like i mentioned earlier so explorers it was wonderful to spend time with you this week thank you for sharing and as always namaste get some rest and i'll see you next week